Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Budgeting for the self-employed. The biggest difference is determining what you use for your income in your budget. If you work for an employer, it's simple. It's your net take-home pay is what you use for your budget for yourself and your spouse, plus any other income that you may have on a regular basis, such as rental property. But if you're self-employed and you file a Schedule C, you're self-employed by yourself, or you're a partner in a partnership, or you're a farmer, or maybe you just have rental properties and that's your uh, basis or your only source of income is from rental properties. Or you're a real estate salesperson with rental properties. We are determining your self-employment income for your personal budget is going to be different than if you work for employer. Everything else is going to be the same as far as the uh, categories for your expenses and the percentages you should be using. So everybody is going to benefit from this episode. The first part of it, I'm talking about self-employed. As a self-employed person, your taxes are based on your profit at the end of the year. Maybe you have an accountant that does an income statement for you every month. That's a good indication of when you make your income, but the total income that you pay taxes are is determined for the entire year. So how do you determine what you use when you're doing your personal budget? What you're going to be using would be the draws that you take on a regular basis throughout the year. The draws are, it's like your paycheck without any taxes coming out. So when you're self-employed, you need to separate your business life from your personal life which means you need a business checking account and a business savings account, and you need a personal checking account and a personal savings account. It's important. It's even more important if your income fluctuates seasonally. So you need to save money in that savings account so you have the money to pay bills when your income is down. When you're in business, you're going to have to pay all of your own employment taxes, your self-employment taxes, 15.3%. Plus, you're going to have to pay the federal income tax, your state income tax, and any other local income taxes you may be subject to. So on your business level, you need to put aside in a savings account about 30% of your profit so that you have the money available when the taxes become due. 
If you've been in business for multiple years, you're most likely making estimated tax payments for the federal and the state. So you need to have that money available and not spend it on buying inventory or paying your personal bills because that's money that not belongs to you. It's going to be due to the government sooner than you think. When I was self-employed, my biggest expenses was paying the taxes. Paying my own taxes would hurt me the most. So once you have that figured out and you have a business, maybe you have inventory, maybe you don't. So you got to pay all your business expenses. So you do because you can't sell anything if you don't have inventory. If you have people working for you, you got to pay payroll and you got to pay payroll taxes, which is going to be at least on a monthly basis. And you're going to have rent and utilities and all those type of things, maybe security for your business. And then when you have money left over, if that's, you know, if that happening, maybe you have a lot of money left over. Some of that should go into your business savings account so you have it to pay your income taxes later in the year. Some of it should be there as an emergency funds for when your sales drop off, you have money to pay the rent and utilities and your payroll when that when they are due. So you're going to be taking a draw most likely on a monthly basis or maybe a couple times a month. And that draw is the money that you use to pay your personal expenses. So that is your income for your personal budget is the draws that you take out of your business is the income for your personal budget. Everybody else, it's your net take-home pay. If you have an if you're an employee and your net take-home pay, you don't have to worry about budgeting for taxes because the taxes already came out of your payroll check. You don't maybe you have health insurance, so you don't have to budget for your health insurance because it's already paid. That's why you're using the net amount to determine the amount of incoming money you have for your personal budget. Then from there, you're going to have categories for expenses. The categories that are important are the four major categories. Housing, transportation, food, savings. I did not include health insurance because if you because you may have it already deducted out of your paycheck. If you're self-employed, maybe you're paying your health insurance from a spouse is paying it. Maybe your health insurance is paid through your business account, which, which is fine. You can do that. The number one category is housing. In your housing includes your mortgage payment or your rent for an apartment, your utilities, maintenance. That category should not exceed 35% of your income. And these percentages... I'm not using the 50, 30, 20 rule. 
I'm not using 70-30 rule or any of those other budgeting. I'm just saying 35% of your monthly income or less you should be spending on housing. If your housing cost is 43% or higher, you will not be able to get any other loans. You may not be able to refinance and you will be in financial problems sooner than later. Food. Food includes, includes groceries and dining out. 15%. If you're getting over 15% of your monthly income for food, then you got to look for ways to reduce it. Maybe you're dining out too often. You, maybe you can go to the grocery store and eat in more and save some money there. Transportation, that's also 15%. That includes your car payments, gas, and maintenance on your automobiles, and also insurance. That may be tough to stick to, but you need to try to get as close to 15% as possible. So that's 65% of your income is eaten up already in three of these categories. Savings should be another 15% or more. The more you can save, the better off you're going to be. You're going to have an emergency fund and you're going to be able to meet those unexpected expenses that pop up from time to time because you never know. Also, you need, if you have a tax liability, you need to budget for your income taxes, whether it's federal, state, or city, whatever level that you're paying. If you need other insurance, like your home insurance should be part of your housing. Your automobile insurance is part of your transportation. Maybe you need life insurance because you have a wife and children. So if something would happen to you, you would leave some money for them to survive. Maybe a disability insurance. If something would happen to you and you're unable to work, an insurance that kicks in for that. Anything else should be going into your savings account. There's no and ifs or buts. Occasionally, you're going to buy clothes. That's going to be a small percentage of your spending. Health would be for doctors and medi medication, maybe for vitamins, stuff like that. But your four major categories, housing, food, transportation, and savings are the four major categories that you need to focus on. So housing is 35, food is 15, transportation is 15, savings is whatever is left over, 20, 30%, and then entertainment, clothing could be another 10%. You want to increase your savings as much as possible and if you don't have savings and you have a lot of credit card debt, then you need to focus on 
you getting that credit card debt paid down and off because it's really expensive to maintain a large credit card debt. You'll get behind and you'll never catch back up. So if you stick to those percentages in your budget for those four main categories, that'll give you 35% of your monthly income, or if you're self-employed, your monthly draws to set aside for savings. But we know that's not going to happen because you got credit card debt and you can't be living off your credit cards if you're self-employed because it'll cost you and it could cost you your business if you're not careful. So part of that 35% you're going to use to pay off your credit card. My advice for getting out of credit card debt is one, quit creating new debt. Two, pay the minimum amount on each of your credit cards. And three, get an emergency fund set up, savings account, and have at least $500. I prefer $1,000 or even more so that if something would happen in the future, you have the money to pay for it without using a credit card or you can reduce the use of your credit cards so that you can get farther ahead instead of digging yourself deeper and deeper in a hole. So 35% is a big number. Some of that is going to be going in your savings and some of that is going to be going to pay off your credit card debt. And some of that is going to be in other miscellaneous category, such as clothing, maybe daycare, or other things that you are paying on a regular basis. So once you get your budget set up and tune in, the first thing you need is to focus on seeing how close you are to those percentages of your income. Maybe you can do a spreadsheet and put in your monthly income and to put housing, do the math, 35% of your monthly income, food, 15%, transportation, 15%, that's 65% total, remainder should be 35%. You could even break it down farther if you wish, but those are the four major categories you should at least focus on. And if you're over those percentages, what can you do to get the closer to in range? Now, let's say that your housing is at 38%. So you're a little bit over. That means that 35% for your credit cards and savings is going to be reduced down by 3%. Same thing with your transportation and food and entertainment. I call it food and entertainment because going out to eat is entertainment for me. It may not be for you, but that's I consider dining out as an entertainment expense from time to time. I don't do it all that often. So that's what you need to look at and focus on so that you can stay within your budget as far as these percentages and the key areas you should be focused on. And the self-employed, it's even more important 
because you have all those business expenses that you're going to be paying first. You have all the taxes. Maybe you have employees, so you'll have payroll taxes. If you get behind on paying your payroll taxes, you're going to get penalized and you'll never get out from under it and you'll get definitely get in trouble. If you think for filing bankruptcy is going to get you out of it, you are mistaken because bankruptcy is not going to give you out of any federal income tax obligations that you may have in the future or in the past. A budget is an important tool. It's a plan for your money. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Whether you're self-employed or you work for somebody else, having a budget is important. It's a plan, and if you know where your money is going, you know how much you have coming in, you know how much is going out by different categories, you have that under control, you can keep your finances in check and you can save for your future with no problem. It doesn't matter how much you make. The more money you make, the more likely you need a budget because you'll tend to overspend. If you don't have a lot of money, you need the budget because you have to be careful where you're spending your money. I think the people with the lesser amount of money tend to be more careful on what they buy because they know they can't afford to buy whatever they want. If you make a decent income, you might get careless on your spending. And before you know it, you have a bunch of credit card debt because you got three or four credit cards with a ten dollars or $20,000 limit and you get out of hand. And at 17 to 20% rate of interest, you'll never get it paid down. It'll take you forever. So you have to have a plan for your money. You got to know what your current monthly expenses are going to be so that you can plan ahead for those larger purchases so you don't have to borrow as much money. So you have a bigger down payment if you're going to buy a house or an automobile so you can reduce what you borrow. You can get paid off quicker and easier without it being a struggle for your life. That is what a budget will do for you. So whether you're self-employed or you're a partner in a partnership or no matter what your business is all about, you still need to have a personal budget to take care of your personal life. Even if you have a working spouse that helps with the income, you need still have a budget have it under control, know where your money is going, and don't waste your money. When I was an accountant, I had a lot of clients that really didn't have a clue about being in business versus their personal expenses. They had one checking account, they paid all their business stuff through it, they paid all their personal stuff through it, they took cash out whenever they wanted to go out and have a good time, or go to the grocery store, or whatever they were doing. And it made the my life, their accountant, a little more difficult because now I saw these things 
and I had to determine, is that a business expense or is that a personal expense? So if you can keep all your business expenses in your business accounts and all your personal expenses in your personal accounts, then your accountant doing your income statement and your balance sheet or in your statement of cash flow or whatever they're doing for you, whether it's a monthly or quarterly basis and make their life easier so they would be able to do a better job for you so you know how much money you're making, how much money you're not making. You'll know which months are good, which months are bad, and we have some consistency in your accounting. And that's what it's really all about. Being consistent with your finance month in and month out, both for your business and your personal. I hope this is going to help you and I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you listen to this podcast using an Apple podcast app, please rate and review this podcast. If you don't know how to rate and review within the Apple podcast app, do a search. Even if you're already at reduced debt, increased wealth, you do a search. When the search is done, you click on reduced debt, increased wealth. You then scroll down through the episodes and towards the bottom, you'll see write a review. You can rate the stars. If you click on write a review, you can write your comments and then click on the number of stars you wish to select. Having a budget, whether you're self-employed or working full-time for somebody else, is important. Determining what to use as your income if you're self-employed is using the draws you take from your business account. If you have more than one business, it may be from more than one business account. Your personal budget is still important. You still have to know how much income you need every month to pay your personal bills. So keeping it simple, keeping it defined with the four categories, housing, transportation, food, savings. Savings also includes paying off credit card debt or paying down your credit card debt. The more you can save, the better off you're gonna be in the future because the less credit you'll need to use and the less credit cards you use, overall, your financial life will be better and easier. Less stress, less debt. Failing to plan is planning to fail. So having a budget, no matter how simple it is, keep it simple so that you know and understand what your income and expenses are from month to month. And you need to update it every month so that you can get a accurate picture so that you know exactly from time, month to month, year to year, what your needs are to pay your personal bills.